Have you heard of the Quiverful movement? You might be familiar with it if you ever watched the show 19 Kids and Counting, that show about the Dugar family that aired back in 2008 to about 2015. But it is getting more attention right now because of a new docu-series. And joining us to talk more about this is Catherine Joyce, investigative reporter, also author of Quiverful Inside the Christian Patriarchy Movement. Catherine, thank you you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Well, this is getting a lot of attention given the docu-series uh, that is currently streaming about uh, the Dugar family, uh, Shiny Happy People. I'm curious what your thoughts are given what you have investigated and looked at and now with this four-part docu-series uh, getting so much attention. Sure, absolutely. I mean, I think it's it's fantastic that uh, attention is, is being paid to these issues. Uh, my book, Quiverful, came out rather a long time ago now, back in, in 2009. Um, and at the, the time, um, you know, I think that this was still very much uh, a pretty underground phenomenon. Um, there, you know, was the, the Duggar TV show. That was not something I focused on a lot because, in truth, a lot of people who follow this lifestyle uh, don't benefit from that level of kind of financial support and fame. Um, they are living out these sorts of really high commitment lifestyles um, in, you know, with, with far lesser means. And I think I focused a lot on, on how that impacted, uh, you know, people, particularly the, uh, the mothers and the daughters within the movement um, without that sort of kind of financial and fame buffer. Right. And that's an interesting point because you're right. We tend to see if people watched the TV show, if people are watching the docuseries and seeing that glimpse into this lifestyle, not, uh, like you said, kind of representative of what it is. Can you take us back a little bit and talk about Quiverful, what that means, and a bit more about what you uncovered when you wrote that book? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Quiverful uh, was is very much uh, a niche movement, um, a subculture within uh, fundamentalist Christian communities. And I'm, I'm using the term fundamentalist not in a pejorative way, but just to distinguish, you know, th- this is different from a more mainstream evangelicalism. Um, it was a movement that at its most basic uh, emphasized the need for families, particularly for women, uh, to be open to having as many children as God gave them. Um, So in theory, that could be zero children. Um, In practice, the people who were really considered part of this movement and who were, you know, celebrated by it were mothers who would have eight or 10 or 12 children. Um, You know, almost uniformly, they they would be homeschooling families um, because they were extremely, extremely conservative Christians um, who, you know, believed that there was a need for an exodus for the school system. It's, it's funny that we are these days, at least in the U.S., starting to see, uh, you know, the, the mirroring of that sort of rhetoric on a much broader level. Um, but back in the 90s and the 2000s, when I was reporting on this, in the 2000s, that is, um, you know, that, that talk of an exodus the need for an exodus from the public school system was was really something that you would find mostly on the homeschooling far right. Uh, they were also people who believed in uh, the reclamation of the term patriarchy, that patriarchy was the proper ordering of a family as, as God had ordered it. And they followed that um, to kind of different levels of, I guess, literalness, um, you know, 
some families uh, took it to the extent that this would mean uh, women should not be allowed to drive cars. Uh, perhaps they shouldn't be allowed to vote uh, because that would potentially cancel out their husband's vote. Um, but, you know, all of this they saw, this, this kind of whole cloth lifestyle, they saw as a way of, you know, rejecting what they saw as the follies of feminism. Um, so they thought, you know, you can't have any part of feminism of gender equality uh, without having all of the things that the, the, the Christian right, um, you know, thought were sinful or wrong. Uh, so if you wanted to avoid uh, abortion and same-sex marriage, uh, you know, you would have to go back to what they saw as the root, which would be women working outside of the home, um, women having equal kind of political and civil and human rights as men. Certainly with the uh, instances of sexual abuse, uh, the, the things that came out both in uh, the Dugar uh, show and this new docuseries, uh, do you go into that in your book as well? Or did that was that more uncovered or, or people learned more about some of the, the more sinister side of this? Yeah, I definitely go into some cases of abuse. And I mean, I think, you know, I think that what, People who are ex- experts in, in sexual abuse or domestic violence or, you know, any kinds of kind of family violence uh, would say is that, you know, that sort of abuse can take place anywhere among people of kind of any politics or, or faith. Um, but what is something that can make abuse much more insidious is if you are within a culture or a community uh, that is very hierarchical, um, that is very insular, that has a big emphasis on, you know, you need to keep this secret in order to protect the family or protect the church or, you know, protect the reputation of this movement and and our faith. Um, and so again and again, I think in different Christian right communities, uh, we have seen this because you know, not not because it's conservative and not because it's Christian, but because they tend to be extremely hierarchical and they tend to be really insular. What do you think? How has this movement changed, or is it is it more popular? Are, are people learning more about it, or what are your thoughts on on kind of where it is now? Uh, I I don't think the movement is more popular necessarily, but I think so many of the ideas within it have just become mainstreamed within the broader Christian right and right itself. Um, so many of the ideas that were subtext within the kind of broader quiverful movement uh, when I was reporting on it, you know, ideas that, you know, there is a, a demographic uh, deficit that, you know, white people are not having enough babies, Christians are not having enough babies. That is now a full-blown part of pretty much mainstream right-wing thinking around the globe. Um, you know, arguments about why uh, abortion and contraception should be illegal are now what was once a really almost fringe-seeming, but I would say more of a vanguard of of the Christian right, has now kind of graduated to having this much more mainstream influence. We'll leave it there, but thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me.